0: Hey Spirit fans, this is Seth Askelson, and I hope you are enjoying every episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. We are looking forward to bringing you a wide range of guests as we ramp up to the fall season, and want you to tune in to each episode to get the best insight and stories from all Spirit programs. As our guest list grows on the podcast, so will our ways you can tune in. The OUAZ Athletics Podcast is now available on Spotify Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and of course, on the website at Ouazspirit.comslash podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe to let us know who you want to hear next, and to never miss the next installment. Those four great platforms are where you can find our brand new episodes every week the moment they are available. Once again, you can now find every episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast on Spotify Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and at OUAZSpirit.com slash podcasts. Welcome in again, OUAZ Spirit fans. My name is Seth Askelson, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the OUAZ Athletics Podcast. My guest today, Ouaz dual sport athlete, both women's volleyball and beach volleyball. A senior, Katie Defer. Katie, how are you today?
1: I'm doing excellent. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, thank you. It's been kind of a crazy time, hasn't it? Uh, you guys were in the middle of beach season when when things got closed down. Maybe on on the way to another national championship, but that was uh, six months ago, almost six months ago to the day that everything got paused. What did you do over the last six months? How have you been able to to stay healthy and safe, and and spend spend a lot of that free time that I think a lot of people weren't expecting to have?
1: Um, it definitely was an adjustment, just uh, having your whole life shift in a matter of days. Uh, the probably the best thing that I did to stay in shape during quarantine is start running. As a volleyball player, like running isn't that exciting of a thing. Usually, you just do it during conditioning, and nobody's excited for it. But I started running. I I woke up at 6 or 7 every morning. That way it wasn't too hot outside. And I ran a mile at least every morning. I got up to 5 miles like 2 or 3 times. So it was pretty exciting. But that's probably the best thing that I did to stay in shape. Other than that, I did just like a lot of mindfulness exercises and just focusing on what I want to do for my senior year. But it definitely was an adjustment trying to go from everyday practicing to kind of having to do everything on your own in my own apartment. So it was an adjustment for sure.
0: Well, if you're running five miles a day, don't let uh, cross-country head coach Kyle Will know, (laughs) or he might come over and ask you. I'll I'll make sure he doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, please don't. (laughs) Please. So, but you had mentioned um, use some of that time to, for some mindfulness stuff, um, really, I guess, break down and and understand what you want out of your senior year. What are some of those things that you do want to get out of your senior year here at OUAZ?
1: That's a really good question. Um, I mean, volleyball has definitely been a big part of my entire life. So the thought of it coming to an end has actually like kind of weighed on me for the past like four years in college. Um, but I definitely want to work on just the transition to the next steps in life because volleyball isn't a forever thing for me, but it's definitely something that's going to catapult me into the future. And I think just me focusing on my leadership development, focusing on my character development and just kind of looking into like the next steps in my life and where that's going to take me. is definitely exciting. I'm definitely excited to get on the court again and, you know, compete. But I'm trying to focus more on like what I can use after I get off the court uh, after this past year.
0: What are your plans for after OUAZ? I know your parents are coaches, mm-hmm. um, really big volleyball coaches. But uh, is that is that the route you want to take? Is there another path in life you're looking towards?
1: Yeah, so it was definitely different growing up with your parents as your coaches. And I feel like that kind of uh, pushed me away from wanting to do that. But I'm currently in my master's for counseling. So after I finish that, I hope to get my doctorate and continue into psychiatry. So definitely completely different than what my parents do. I do have such a big heart for volleyball and I could see myself coaching in the future, but there are definitely bigger things that I want to do with my life.
0: I know uh, Dr. Defer probably has a really nice (laughs) ring to it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't complain, but it's definitely an exciting field.
0: Yeah. So, uh, like we mentioned earlier, just a a few seconds ago, your parents are coaches. Um, obviously that's probably one of the ways you got into volleyball, Mm -hmm. but growing up, what was, what was your life in volleyball? Um, especially with parents as coaches, I mean, was that your entire life? Did you get into anything else? What was, what was it like growing up playing volleyball?
1: Um, something that a lot of people don't know about me is my parents actually met playing volleyball. So, um, whenever I was born, I think they were kind of hoping, hoping for like a prodigy child. I was so bad at it. Like I couldn't play any sports until I was 10 years old. And once I started playing volleyball, like it took me like three years before I could even serve over the net. I was like super short, round, just horrible. Like I, my parents probably never thought I'd have a chance in it. They really stuck through it with me though. They took me to the racquetball court every day for a few hours and just, sat me down, taught me. They were super patient with me, which was awesome. Um, it wasn't really until about eighth grade that I started playing volleyball and basketball at the same time. I probably grew like half a foot, slimmed out, really got into it. Um, after that, high school was just amazing. I didn't, went to Ironwood High School in Phoenix in Glendale, so wasn't the best for sports, but... It was such a great experience. Um, definitely having my parents as my coaches was a good experience, but it was also hard, you know. You don't all, you're do not you not only coached on the court, but on the car ride home. Once you get home at the dinner table, it's always focused on volleyball, and that definitely developed my mindset and my passion for the sport. But it was kind of a double-edged sword at the same time because it was difficult. But I've over the past few years, I've been able to kind of adjust that mindset and focus more on, like, other aspects of my life and have a healthy balance between volleyball and those as well.
0: Were you able to find that balance? As you said, you found it now, but like you said, when you're at home, I mean, it's just like any kid, right? You can't really get away from your parents mm-hmm. and uh, with it being volleyball all the time, were you still able to find that balance between, okay, you know, your parents are coaches, you're learning the game a lot as you're growing up, but still, you know, finding time, f- you know, to find out what you want to do after life or as you're, as you're heading into college, you know, what are the next steps you want to take?
1: That was something that I really didn't explore, like, I feel like until I got to college. um, I'm sure, like, a lot of other athletes can relate to this, but volleyball was kind of my identity, and since my parents were my coaches, like, that's how I filled, like, my self-worth bucket, so if I wasn't performing well on the court, if I wasn't performing, like, at 99% to 100% all the time, I kind of struggled in that area, so I wasn't really able to find that balance until I got to college, until I was, at like, Involved in other things until I realized that, like, look, this isn't going to be a forever path of my life. Like, volleyball is so awesome and it got me to college, but there's definitely other things that I want to focus on as well. And now I feel like that kind of helped my mindset because volleyball is something that I get to do and that I'm blessed to do. It's not something that is like everything.
0: So, you head into high school as you said, maybe weren't the most athletic as a child, but you know the the growth spurt hits just like a lot of a lot of athletes that go through high school. But when do you? finally realized that, okay, maybe playing in college is a possibility.
1: Definitely. Whenever I started uh, high school, I was playing about every night. I was playing every day during the day at practice. And then I would go down to the uh, sand courts by my house and just play with anybody I could find. And uh, I kind of realized like, this is something I really love to do. And this is something I want to do every day. Um, After that, uh, I realized how great of an opportunity volleyball is to play in college. And just to play and get the opportunity to get your education. So that's something that I really like dedicated a lot of my time to just because education has always been super important to me. So I saw it as just a great opportunity to be able to do what I love on the court and then also uh, further my c- like career, my education.
0: Uh, you first make your way to Glendale Community College play for Lisa Stuck, who um, it's crazy to think uh, only six years ago won the national championship. Uh, what was your recruitment like During the first time around, obviously you end up here at OUAZ. But when you get to Glendale Community College, did you have a lot of interest, um, or a lot of schools contacting you, or a lot of four-year schools contacting you? What was that recruiting process like for you, straight out of high school?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a difficult choice. Um, Just being a high school senior, I didn't really know what, like, where to go or what to do. Um I was just so blessed to meet Lisa and as you know like you've known her she's just one of the most excellent coaches I've ever had the opportunity to meet and I only live 5 minutes away from GCC and it I had just a great scholarship I had it covered so like my parents told me there's no way you're not going here it, I couldn't imagine going out of state I'm the youngest of 5 so not only it's mainly like my parents needing me there versus me needing my parents there but they definitely wanted me to stay. And it was such like, just uh, everything seemed like it was right. So I definitely am glad. I always say I learned more in the first preseason week at GCC than I did all of high school. Like it was just, I was a sponge to all the information that I learned at GCC and it really created me to be the player that I am today.
0: Yeah. Lisa, great coach can be intense at times. Um, Definitely when she looks down at the scorer's table, uh, (laughs) asking for a timeout, usually she's not in a pretty good mood uh, I, had, you know, we at GCC, or at least uh, I've I've talked with some when she's got the, uh, the famous uh, notebook slam when things aren't oh going yeah. well. She'll slam it on the court and call the timeout, <laughs> and that's that's when you know hopefully things get turned around. But so you enter uh, a national championship program um, that's done a lot of winning. I mean, not only over the last five to ten years, but really over the last twenty to thirty. Um, as you said, you learned week one of the preseason a lot more than you ever did in the four years of high school, but What were some of the things you learned, whether it was about volleyball or just about life in general in your two years at GCC?
1: I would definitely say work ethic was a big thing because in that program, there's not an option just to choose not to give 100%. It's an expectation as a team. And obviously, like there's that respectful fear from Lisa, but everybody's on the same page that you're going to give all you have. You're going to chase down a ball if it's on the other side of the gym or if it's two feet next to you it's just a complete just you're always going to give that effort that you have and I feel like that's what molded me to be so competitive and have the work ethic that I do Um, along with that I would say a big thing that helped me my sophomore year is uh, I had to compete for my position in the middle and there were some times where I was on the bench and that never happened to me up until that point in my life And although in the moment it was so difficult, like, I really think that that helped me develop into the leader that I am and into the teammate that I am, because I learned, like, it's not the Katie show. This is the team and everybody has such an important and valuable, like, part to this team, no matter their position, no matter who they are. So I definitely would say, like, Lisa's coaching, just developing that work ethic, and then also me being able to take a step back and realize, like, look, this is more than just winning. This is about, like, creating connections and also growing like individually.
0: Yeah. As you said, she, not only does she recruit the best players, but she makes sure they work as a team and uh, that definitely worked well. You guys did a ton of winning, um, in your time at GCC. What was that the most fun you've ever had playing volleyball? What were, what were some of your favorite memories there in those two years?
1: Um, I would definitely say it was some very fun volleyball, very, very quick paced, um, I'm not a big sweater, but I would leave the practices like dead. We would practice from about, I don't know, we'd have two days where we'd practice three hours until about 5 p.m. and then we'd have a 30-minute dinner break and then we would practice until 8 or 9 p.m. after that. So (laughs) I just remember going home and falling in my bed and sleeping and then waking up the next morning at like noon ready to do it again. There wasn't much of my life other than volleyball at that point, but it was it was def- definitely so amazing. Also, my team back there was so awesome. They were my best friends, and it's like we did everything together on the court. We studied together. We were off the court together, and I feel like that really made it a successful program as well.
0: So you play your two years at GCC. Now it's time to move on to the next stage of your life, whether volleyball is in it or not. And obviously, we know the end of the story. You end up here, but now you're— in recruitment again for the mm-hmm. second time in, in really three years. What is it, what is the process like this time? Obviously I'm sure you learned some things and, and got to talk, you know, with Lisa who's done recruiting and, and your parents probably have helped you as well, but what was the recruiting process like this time around as you were looking for a school to finish your final two years?
1: Um, it was actually kind of a funny story. I was definitely looking at multiple schools. Um, I heard about Ottawa. They weren't super big back then, not anything like they were now or that they are now, but I play at a few co-ed open gyms with some of the men's volleyball players. And, uh, I knew Tyler for about a year or two from just playing, playing around with him. And I walked up to him. I said, so you're coach of Ottawa. He said, yeah. And I was like, so you guys need a girl. (laughs) And that was about it. After that, I started talking to Kristen. Um, it was awesome because me and Tyler already know each other. We played with each other. So, it w- me and him were already pretty cool but definitely just it was a very casual conversation but I got such a great opportunity here and since it's so close to home I'm only about 30 minutes from home it was definitely an easy one to take for sure.
0: Yeah the Tyler you're referencing is Tyler Jenkins the former assistant coach who uh, went on and uh, now working for his father-in-law and um, doing very well and and we know we wish him the best uh, but so you get to U A Z. Obviously, you make a visit at some point. Not everything was finished when you first came here. I mean, I started here in August of last year, and they were still finishing the dorms. The gym was not done yet. The The cafeteria, the union, wasn't done quite yet. So I, everything was starting to get built, but it wasn't finished yet. What was your first impressions of the school and the campus when you first made your visit during the recruiting process?
1: Um... Well, I think you've talked about this before, but the parking garage story, when you go up to the parking garage and they're like, there might be a gym there one day, there might be a cafe there one day. That was definitely a little bit underwhelming, I would say, but it was so hopeful. And I was super excited to just be able to go to a Christian school and be able to go to something that's in the building process. And just to be part of that. Um, I would say, because I've been here for about a year and a half, and I would say, already this season, even with COVID and everything going on, is just so amazing. Being able to wake up, go down the elevator and walk to the gym every morning for practices is just the best feeling in the world versus driving all the way from Glendale to like some high school gym and having to practice around high schoolers. That wasn't, that wasn't very exciting at all, but I'm super excited, especially for this next year with everything that we have going on here.
0: I think that's the sentiment a lot of players share, whether they play men's and women's volleyball, basketball, um, that they no longer have to go to the high school. I know all the all the players from all around all around the school who had to work out at those high school gyms are very excited. They <laughs> no longer have to go there as well. So as you said, things I mean things are getting built, but it wasn't done. Kinda underwhelming but hopeful. Things are starting to get completed at fall. You got the dorms that finish, the union opens. The Odell Center finally officially opens. We had it open for uh, the third floor press box for football games, soccer games, but hadn't had it officially open until about October. Um, When everything finally first opens, you get a tour, obviously, you know, the court's laid down and and the video board's up. What are your first reactions and, and your first thoughts when you see everything finally completed?
1: I mean, it was definitely exciting to kind of see everything come into fruition and just There's always going to be, I guess, promises of what could be and to actually be able to walk on the court and be like, wow, this is ours. And uh, obviously last season wasn't the most successful season, but just to be able to think forward and think about the possibility. And I already am just so thrilled and excited for the girls this season and for us just overall. Um, It was definitely exciting just to be able to see the court, you know, see our balls we were able to use different technology, like the see our faces on the scoreboard, like all this stuff is so exciting and it definitely is motivating as a player. Um, So overall, like it's just been so amazing over this, like even this first fall semester back, COVID has definitely like thrown a curveball at everyone, but just to be able to actually go in there in the morning, set up our nets, play in our area, it kind of creates that like pridefulness and that like energy that you need at the beginning of the season.
0: What is that like to have a space of your own? I mean, a space that, you walk into that gym, there's three courts available. You can have a basketball practice and two volleyball practices or whatever may be going on all at the same time. I know I've walked in there to, to look through our storage and, and you and, and the rest of the women's team are playing games and, and getting getting some work in. What is that like to really have such a free space and almost kind of have it at your discretion and, and go in there and work on things whenever you need to?
1: Um, I can say for myself it's – just such a blessing because I'm the type of person, and you know me, like I'll be in the gym every day if the gym's open. And we've really been able to do that. This morning we had lifting, and then as soon as we were done with lifting, we just walked to the gym and set up the nets to play. And I'm definitely like a big believer in the process. So I'm thinking now that we have this opportunity to have like elongated preseason before spring and our season starts, I think it's such a great opportunity to be able to be in there and get all those extra touches and, you know, get back in shape from our little quarantine. So I'm I'm really am excited just to be able to have that
0: so your team was the first team to ever play an event in Faith Arena Hollywood Halloween night not Hollywood night Halloween night 2019 against Arizona Christian now day of game what's the excitement like before you even get to the locker rooms in the gym I mean is everybody waking up excited is everybody texting each other talking about like oh my goodness I can't wait for this moment
1: I definitely think um, there was like a built energy that was building through that day. Um, I would say one of the biggest things along with the gym was also just having all of our support there. It's hard for a lot of people to come uh, to our away games because most of them are in California. And it's also difficult for people to come to our home games because it was in a high school gym. And that's not just the most exciting place to be at. So I would say along with just like all the new technology and being on our own court and, you know, seeing that Ottawa logo and being in our own area, it was just also having all all of our support there, like having our friends there, having our, our other teams there, having the men's volleyball team there, having the men's basketball team there. It built like so much energy and support for our team. Um, I definitely think that that was such a great experience and we were so lucky to be able to play in there even last season and that gave us a lot of excitement moving into this season.
0: Now it's night of the game obviously warm-ups are a couple hours away but when you guys finally get in the gym you get in the locker room is there a sense of okay we finally made it we've been through a lot you know the season as you said wasn't the most successful in terms of the win column and some frustrating points at times but you get to really cherish a moment that not a lot of not a lot of people get to cherish just in in general at at the small college level a lot of these colleges have been established and don't have the brand new arenas and and things of that nature I mean you're opening an arena you might be the only team to open an arena at the (laughs) NAI level within the next 10 years just with the way things go are you guys feeling the excitement are you guys you know you get in the locker room the jerseys are hanging up and I mean, what's everybody feeling like as as everybody's getting ready to head out to the court?
1: I think it was definitely a hopeful feeling, just especially because it was our senior night. And uh, our seniors went through a lot last year. Um, I think that everybody was very excited for them, and we all just wanted to compete for them, as well as everybody that put in all the work and everything to create the gym and just to give us that opportunity in general. Um, I would say... If anything, like you saw like Linny and Cammie and all of them last year, all of our senior players, how just joyous they were because they a lot of them were here since year one. They were here since before any of this was here. So just to be able to see that actually happen and just be able to see that for them, because we didn't know if the gym was going to be ready by our senior night. We didn't know if the gym was going to be ready at all. Like there was word of it. But just to be able to actually experience that and be one of the first teams to play in that really was awesome.
0: Yeah, there was talk at the beginning of the year in August of 2019 that it might be ready halfway through basketball season, just in time for conference season. And all of a sudden, we're playing the last volleyball game of the season on, on the court. So that's huge. Um, when you guys head out to the court for to stretch, to warm up, obviously not a lot of people in the gym outside of the support staff. Uh, but what was it like to run out on that court with the lights on, music playing, the video board on, even before everybody gets into the gym? What was that like?
1: Um, I would definitely say that we were ready to put on a show, you know, there was really nothing we had left to lose that season. We weren't going to nationals, you know, nothing crazy, but we just wanted to end feeling good about ourselves. We wanted to end being proud for our seniors and being proud for everything that we went through last season. Um, I would say during warmups, I don't really get nervous, but... We were ready to perform. Uh, that was such a great stage with the new court, with the soundboard, with our pictures up on the screen, Which, with all the excitement that was building just that week prior to the game. Um, I would say it was mainly excitement, less nerves or anything like that.
0: So as the gym's filling up, obviously you guys are on the court and you know, taking terms, warming up, warming up, serving, whatever it may be as, as the time ticks down. Each time you guys head out back to the court, the gym probably getting a little more full I mean is are the nerves building is the excitement but as you said it's more excitement than nervousness but as you guys are finally getting closer and closer to actual game time and like you said senior night good ceremony before the game Mm -hmm. what was it like as you looked at the clock and it was just getting closer and closer to game time
1: um I was personally very excited I love playing ACU a lot since they're our neighbors basically that's where I'm from um, I was very excited. A lot of my friends go to ACU, and uh, Micah, the coach, is just so awesome there. I knew uh, a lot of our teammates really wanted to compete, and some of them that was going to be the last time that they get to play at this level ever. Um, I was definitely excited for them, and I think that everyone was ready to compete and just you know lay our cards out on the table, and however they fall, they fall.
0: I don't think you're the only person at this school that likes to compete against ACU. But, I mean, specifically for you, like you said, uh, you know the coach there. But one of your former GCC teammates, Oriana Montoya, also playing at ACU. So, chance to to play against somebody you were right next to during your your first two years at GCC. But um, clock hits all zeros. Now it's it's time to start and, you know, get the senior night experience for those seniors who definitely – worked and, and earned um, for that for that night and what are what are the thoughts going through your head as you know the ceremony's happening, introductions start, music's playing you know everything's really starting to ramp up and, and you get to see everything that the gym has to offer all in all in a five minute span?
1: I would say I don't know I know as an under not an underclassman, but as a junior last year, and considering I had like a sophomore night at GCC, we were really trying to just showcase the seniors and make that be like such a special experience for them. They came to Ottawa before anything was here and that they they had such faith and such confidence in this program. They really deserve to have that special experience. I think that regardless, everyone was just so joyous and so excited to play. Obviously, it was difficult. There were a lot of adjustments going on um, positionally and also just as a team trying to get through the season. But I would say just being able to have that experience of playing in the gym kind of made everything worth it. And I know as juniors, sophomores, and freshmen from last year, it really pointed our eyes towards next season. And that's something Kristen was saying. Obviously, it's unfortunate for the seniors that that's their last game, but she was just so excited for next season. She kept on like putting that into us saying like, look, this is the end, but focus your eyes forward because there's going to be much bigger things next year.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately the next year has gotten pushed back a little bit, (laughs) but there's a schedule out. I know non-conference games are between all programs, but volleyball specifically are being worked out at the moment. But is it, is it good to see uh, a GSEC schedule on the site uh, to see that there's actually games and, and a certain amount of days left towards games?
1: very very exciting i was nervous for a while there um i would say that we just started practicing this week and just seeing the schedule release and actually the season being planned that we kind of have the green light to move forward it's like a a switch was flipped in everybody's minds we're in the competition mode now whenever we're not scheduled in the gym we're in the gym whenever we're just playing for fun we're playing to win And that's so awesome to see so many of our new players are just so competitive and amazing girls. And I genuinely am just so excited and ready to look forward towards this next season, whether it be in the spring, in the fall, obviously there's a lot of changes going on, but we're all super excited to be able to compete.
0: I know talking to head coach, Kristen Steele, she's just as as excited as you are. She's feels the same way, right? Everybody's competing and, and everybody looks really good. And, um, Take one more step back to last season on that night of opening night. Uh, Game doesn't end the way you want, but you compete really hard, maybe the hardest uh, all season, at least the closest you got to winning without actually winning in terms of, um, you know, the set score. That first set was 27-25. The second one, uh, you guys took away 25-23 and then 25-19 and 25-23. So it doesn't end the way you want, but extremely close in every set. What is the feeling like after that game
1: coming from me? I am definitely a competitive person, so it was hard. It really was hard um I really did try to shift my focus forward um I was blessed that that was my junior year and that I still have another year left to play uh, I would say it was difficult. it was a hard season last year, but Moving forward, we were just very excited to have all the opportunity that we do this year. Um, we have Kristen Rachel got promoted to assistant coach, which is just such so awesome, and then also our new assistant coach, Adria, who's such a blessing and already has such a big positive influence on our program. So I would say most of us were most of us non seniors were still very excited. Even though it was a difficult loss to face in the, like, the end of the season, it was kind of a relief and kind of just a shift of focus to, okay, what's next?
0: Now, during that first ACU game, you, went, you almost took a, a huge blast of the past. You just played at Ironwood High School. <laughs>
1: yes, that was crazy.
0: Did you ever think you'd step back on that court again?
1: No, um, it was actually so funny. I didn't find out until the day of that we were playing at Ironwood, and I about texted everyone I know from back home. And uh, it was, it was kind of nostalgic. My high school coach was there. Um, a lot of people that I know, just from high school and from my uh, childhood, was there, which was so awesome. It was crazy because I ended up playing setter that day, so everyone was laughing at me because I'm, uh, you know, I'm a middle from GCC. So it was definitely a great experience just to be able to go back where I come like where I came from because a lot of girls that I coached were there. A lot of the girls that were like freshmen when I was seniors was there. And I just never thought I would have had that opportunity, but it was so fun to be able to just perform in that gym again.
0: As you had said, Iron Ward isn't necessarily known for its high school sports like a Centennial or a cactus, but do you think going back and as you said, you know, you see your old high school coach girls who were freshmen when you were seniors are still there girls that you have coached are now there. Do you think it was big to go back to your school and show, Hey, you know, I came from here and you can play at the next level. Do you think it gave any confidence to some of those girls say, okay. I play here and, and, you know, I've seen how well Katie has done and Mm -hmm. I could make that next step too.
1: For sure. Um, Ironwood is an amazing school. They have the IB program. So a lot of kids go there for academics and basically everyone who's in IB is kind of has a mindset is like, why do we even have sports? So I would say it definitely is fulfilling. I've gone back uh, most of the last summers besides this last summer and done their uh, summer open gyms with them and got to talk to the girls and got to meet them and got to coach them a little bit and just talk to them about the next steps in college. Cause a lot of girls want to go and play in college, but they just don't really know how to get there. They may not play club. Like surprisingly, like, I wasn't a big club player. Um, I come from a family that couldn't really afford club. So I was able to afford club by coaching. And a lot of the girls are kind of in the same boat as I was. Like they play anywhere they can, but they don't have all of the opportunities that some other girls do. So I think them being able to see that it is possible and like here I can show you how to do it is definitely so awesome for them. And it was also just so awesome for me to just be able to get to see them
0: so you get a chance to play. You play a significant time last year, and now you're heading into your senior year. What are your personal goals, and, and what are you looking to achieve during uh, the final year for you?
1: Um, that is a very good question. Uh, I'm still somewhat figuring that out. I'm very blessed to have these next few months to kind of just think back and think, what I want to do this season. Um, It's going to be difficult balancing beach and indoor, but I definitely want to focus, like, as I said, on my leadership, I had the great opportunity of being a captain last season. And I just want to be able to not only perform well on the court and be a leader on the court, but also just be more supportive to the players and just be that person that they need off the court as well. Um, I think obviously I want to perform on the court and obviously I'm in the gym and I'm busting my butt and I'm, doing everything I can to be better than I've ever been. But I think I'm also focusing a lot on just my personality and my character and trying to see how I can grow in those other areas as well.
0: As you mentioned, you played beach last year as well. Um, What are some of the differences between indoor and beach? I mean, the obvious part, right? There's (laughs) only two instead of six and you're on sand and and there's some different rules, and you can't hit can't hit the ball at the open hand. Um, actually, that's something I learned um, from Brian and Haley Carvalho, the coaching staff, uh, when I did their podcast interview. I had no idea that <laughs> was a rule until we were recording their podcast interview. But what are some of the other differences that somebody may not know about um, beach and, and indoor?
1: Um, I would say probably one of the biggest differences uh, whenever I first got there, because I've played sand volleyball before but I've never competed in sand volleyball they never had that at Ironwood and uh, I kind of went in there with such an open mind like I will learn anything you have to teach me Uh, it was funny because I was playing against some girls that were smaller than me but they at the beginning they were always beating me I, I tried to hit every ball as hard as I can and I'm not even kidding you like I tried to just attack every ball and they would do shots, like put it right over me, put it right in front of me. They had me running around like crazy. And it was so funny, like it was honestly so frustrating, but I would go home laughing every day because I I was giving 110% and they had that experience and they had that court awareness and just that like volleyball IQ. And I feel like that playing beach really helped me develop that for indoor and beach as well. Um, Other than that, I would say a big thing that people don't realize is probably just the outdoor elements that you play with. Obviously I grew up playing in a gym most of my life and even here in Surprise we travel out to Beach House which is in Peoria to play and it's an indoor beach facility which is so awesome. So you have air conditioning and you have lights and everything. And the first time last season we went to California to compete. I went outside and it was a pretty windy day. The sun was out and uh, the first ball I went to pass like just horrible. And then Brian was like, "Oh yeah, I just realized you've never played in the wind before. Like stuff like that, you never even think about. But these, like those elements, just really help with your ball control and just help you become a better player in total. Um, I would say it was such a great experience. And Brian and Haley were just so graceful and seriously taught me so much over like those past, like just even the short few months that we had, considering it was a shortened season. But yeah, it was it was amazing.
0: Yeah, going to." the Bay Area, specifically San Jose, California, probably isn't uh, the best start for somebody who's never played outdoors yeah. before. That's that's such a such a tough start. I mean, I, I got a chance to visit the Bay Area a couple of years ago, and you just step out of the airport, and it's, it, it's a windy mess out there, so I'm sure that was tough, but um, as you had said with the indoor, you're playing a lot right now. Um, the team's really getting together and working. Who are some of the players, whether they be returners or newcomers, that have really stood out to you
1: there is definitely a long list of amazing new players that they recruited and i'm just so happy to get to be able to play alongside of them um i probably won't be able to list them all but kate pistova she's an outside uh she's actually from russia originally around russia and she's has such a great arm great ball control amazing player kaheya is also her teammate they transferred together she's so amazing uh Chelsea Val I don't know there's just such a great group of girls that not only have the fundamentals of volleyball and the competitive mindset but they're also just genuinely have a great core and have great core beliefs and I'm very excited moving forward because they push me to be better not only on the court but they push me to be a better Katie um I've been so blessed to play with them the last few weeks and they really do push me to compete on the court which is amazing um, I'm super excited moving forward but there's such a great there's a huge handful of great players that Kristen recruited and I'm so excited
0: now you're destined and for great things both on and off the court with your education and, and the way you play but there's another way you've really contributed to the OUAZ community and you've become an RA this year um what has that experience been like? And Nat, you know, you're you're involved in, you know, beach volleyball and indoor volleyball. And, um, you know, I'm sure in your classes and stuff that you're getting your master's now. Um, But another side of the university you're jumping into, what what has that experience been like for you?
1: It's definitely been a shift of my focus. Um, I never, I didn't really expect to get the job whenever I applied for the job. Um, But I'm so excited that I did. Uh, I've never lived in a dorm before. So (laughs) it's funny, whenever we first started our training, they kind of assumed that everybody knew the rules. And I was like, yeah, I have no idea. Can there be boys here? Like, what time do they have to go to bed? I had no idea at all. It's definitely been such a great experience, uh, just being able to influence. There's a lot of freshmen on my dorms. So just being able to see them every day, talk to them every day. Like a lot of people think as an RA, like, oh, they're going to bust me. But it's like, no, I want to help you learn. I want to help you grow. Um, So that's been such a great experience, just getting to know everybody that goes to Ottawa. I swear, I knew more people in the first week than I did all of last year, just being an RA and getting to greet everybody whenever they first got here and just kind of building that excitement. So I definitely say that it's been such a great experience. It's definitely been a shift of focus, trying to balance everything, like being an RA, playing volleyball, playing beach, my schooling, all at once. But it's been such a great experience. And I always say, like, if you're busy, you stay out of trouble. And I've been so busy lately, so I'm happy.
0: You know, I think the old saying goes, or at least somewhat, uh, the most dangerous thing a a young person can have is too much free time. And uh, for you, I think we'd have to pull out the microscope to find (laughs) some free time for you. And I appreciate you taking some of your free time to come here and and talk with me today are there any final words or any final thoughts you want to leave um with the OUAZ community whether it's about yourself uh the two programs you play in the you know the dorms that you help um I guess like for a better term just stay in control but also teach some of the new students any final words and any final thoughts today
1: um overall I'm just so grateful that you had me here to talk to you I mean I've known you for the past few years um I would say that i'm so excited not only for our program but for all of the sports programs and teams here at ottawa there's such great things happening here god is so good and it's such a blessing to be here together um i'm looking forward to these next few seasons i'm looking forward to my education and i'm so happy that you had me here to talk to you today
0: yeah it's uh i've known you for four years pretty much (laughs) your entire college career and it's crazy that we ended up at the at the same spot and we're here today to to talk about your journey both in volleyball and in life and uh, again I always appreciate your time and hopefully we're talking again soon.
1: Thank you.